Crossroads Podcast for those who want to be in the know. Good morning, Crossroads. This is your host, Stephen Kilfoyle, and on the show today is my lovely wife, Maddie, and she's going to be sharing with you some amazing facts about socialism and communism that we should all be paying close attention to. Maddie, tell our listeners a little about yourself and how you wound up here in Crossroads all the way from the country of Romania. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, uh, everybody. I was born and raised in Ploiești, Romania, in 1966, when my country when my country was under a communist regime, and it stayed like that until December 1989, when it became a democratic country after a very bloody revolution. Unfortunately, I went to school to the Oil and Gas Institute, and I became a petroleum engineer. I graduated in 1991, and I worked. Uh, different jobs until 2006 when I came here to America with a fiancé visa to marry you. We lived for a while in Corpus Christi, then we moved to Greenville for a few months, and then Irving, where we lived nine years, and then five years ago, we bought our house in Crossroads, and here we are today. Well, as you know, my great-grandfather Yance's family fled Prussia, which is now known as modern-day Ukraine, in the early 1900s from the communists. They were part of the German families that had been transplanted by Catherine the Great to farm the region because the inhabitants at the time did not know how, and Germans were excellent farmers. Would you explain to our listeners about exactly how your country went from being a free monarchy to a totalitarian communist country. Well, I don't know about exactly, but I can tell you what I learned uh, in school, the history uh, lessons. So after the World War II ended, the communists took over the country. Uh, they forced the king to abdicate and leave the country. And with the help of the former USSR, they created the Communist Party and took over the government. They also created a dictatorship because we didn't have uh, free elections. I I never voted, I don't remember voting for uh, anybody in the government or for the president. So uh, the Congress that was formed by, I don't know, 100, 200 people, uh, was des designating the president. And at one point they said, okay, well, there is no limit on the, the term for presidency and Ceausescu can stay the president uh, of the country until the day he dies. So that's a dictatorship. And we didn't have any, any saying in that. This is how um, the country became a totalitarian country and under a communist regime. Well, today it is disturbing how many young people are embracing this idea that socialism is great. The schools are teaching it and pushing this agenda on them. 
right under the nose of the parents, right even here in Texas, even though Governor Abbott is against it. So tell us the difference between socialism and communism and the dangers of embracing them. Yeah, it's sad to see that a lot of young people, teenagers that don't even know what socialism means are for this form of government. Uh, And the terms are most of the time confused with each other. But the main difference is that under communism, the property and the economic resources are owned and controlled only by the state, while under socialism, the citizens are getting equal shares of the economic resources that are given to them by the government that was elected in a democratic way. And that's just on the paper, because in reality, the government is not elected by the people, but appointed by the Communist Party, like I said before. And the people are not allowed to have any properties of their own. They are all getting what a fist of fool people up at the top thinks they would or might need, even if it's not realistic. And it's nothing you can do. You just have to accept it. Well, in America currently, we are protected by many constitutional rights, the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion, the freedom to protest, the freedom to carry a gun. Tell our listeners how quickly all those freedoms can disappear if they continue to go down the path of socialism. Oh, gosh, in a blink of an eye, if they only knew. All these rights that you mentioned are inexistent in a socialist or communist country because the government needs to be in control and rule through a dictatorship, like I said before. You will speak against them, they will arrest you, put you in jail, and forget about you. You protest against them, same scenario. They will throw you in jail forever. You want to worship God? You need to do it without anybody seeing you or else you will end up in jail again. Ceausescu tried to take God out of our lives, but our faith faith kept all of us going and hoping that God will help us and one day we will be free. And, And he did in 1989, but with what sacrifices? Uh, a lot of people died at the revolution, like I said, but uh, all those uh, years that we lived, you know, 25 years under the communist regime uh, were not easy. Um, we didn't have electricity uh, most of the, the day and during the night. We didn't have heat in the house. When I was a student and I was studying for my exams, I was wrapped in a blanket and I had a gas lamp and that was my only source of light. We uh, couldn't, like I said, we, we didn't vote. We uh, were not supposed to go to the, the grocery store and just buy whatever we wanted. We We had the food rationalized. We had tickets and somebody up at the top somewhere decided 
uh, how much uh, a person per month should eat. We were allowed 10 eggs per person per, per month, uh, a bread per day, half a kilo of flour per person per month, half a kilo of cornmeal per person per month, um, half a liter of oil per person per month, and not talking about the meat. You couldn't go to the store and, and buy buy meat. Uh, you had to put yourself and the members of your family on a list, stay in line all night, in the freeze, in the cold, in the heat. And every two hours, they were calling the list. They were calling your name. If nobody was there to say present, they would scratch the names from the list and you were not able to go back in line. In the morning, six o'clock in the morning, we were all um, supposed to go downstairs, get in line, wait for the store to open, and they will call your name. They will You will um, walk up to the window, and they will give you, um, if you are lucky, uh, two chickens, my fists full, my fist size, um, um, a salami with soy, probably this is why I don't like uh, soy anymore. Uh, and like I said, if you were lucky, maybe some other uh, meat uh, products. But that that was that was all. Um, during the holidays, we were getting a little bit of pork meat or or oh beef. Beef was just for the diabetic people, so it was very hard to to get a piece of of beef. Um, the gasoline was rationalized, and you had a certain uh, amount of uh, liters that you, I don't remember twenty four liters or so that you were allowed to put in the tank of your car per month. So my father was saving it for the time when we were going in vacation to the Black Sea so we could go back and forth. And you were not allowed to travel every Sunday in a month. De depending on the plate, your car plate number, you had uh, odd number and even number Sundays. So you were allowed to go out and travel just twice a month. And those are just few of the of the things that happened to us and then we we have to we had to leave through and um it's just it's not something that the American people will will want to go to after having everything that that uh, they have today, you're talking about uh, the right to carry a gun. <laughs> we saw those only in the movies. Only the army and the militia had them, and they wanted it like that because they. This is how they were able to um, control the population and and oppress them. If this country will uh, ever become socialist or communist, all these rights. We have today protected by the Constitution will go out the window in a blink of an eye. Well, how great of a threat do you think communism is today against all Americans losing their freedoms? And what can we do to prevent this? 
I think the threat is closer than we think. And if the American people will not realize what is happening soon enough, we might find ourselves in a not-so-good situation down on a path that nobody will like. In my opinion, to prevent this from happening, we all will have to think carefully how and whom we are going to elect to run this country because we have to put in control people that have the good of this country to their heart. All of us should exercise our right to vote because some of the people here in America are taking it for granted and choose not to exercise it, even if it's a birthright. You are a born American, so you have the right to vote. I got this right in 2010 when I became an American citizen. And you know better that I've never missed one voting since then. Because I think that by expressing our opinion through voting, we can all make a difference. Oh, I agree with you 100%. This is why, folks, you need to get out there and vote out these bastards who are pushing this critical race theory in the schools here in Texas, even though Governor Abbott has said no more of it, they're doing it behind our backs and pushing it on our kids. So we need to get out and vote those people out and get some people in that are going to do it right. So do you think it's the responsibility of not just the parents, but all of us to ensure that the right teachings are being taught in our schools especially considering that we're about to have a new high school built right here in Crossroads. Yes, I think you're right. It's everyone's responsibility to make sure that the right, the correct things are being taught in schools at any level. doesn't matter if it's high school or university. And uh, uh, make sure that the next generation will understand the danger and the consequences. I underline the consequences of a wrong change in a regime regime in this country and in the world for that matter. If you had one thing to share or change right now here in America, what would that be? I would change people's mentality that someone owes them something and that a different type of society as a socialist or a communist one will be better And it will guarantee everyone that uh, they will have what they need, even if they don't work for it. You have to be a contributor. You have to go and work, contribute, so you will get something. You will have what you need. Nobody has to give it to you for free. I wish I could tell people, you know, how how we we lived under the communist regime and, and how many things we didn't have and we were lacking in. And the fact that they are taking everything that they have here in this country for granted and they don't think that they should fight to, to keep, keep them. So do you think it's important for young people to get with the senior generation to learn about what mistakes they made and how to avoid repeating them in their generation? Yes, in my opinion, I think that the young generation should make the older one their role model. And maybe they'll be like, oh, no, old people. They, you know, the young generation is living for their phone and in their phone and playing video games and um, learning the violence and, and 
only bad things, but if they should reach out to senior people and have long talks with them, take in their wisdom, their teachings, learn from their experience and try their best to not repeat the wrongdoings the world and bad people before them did, I think we would have a, a better world around us. So how did your parents help you survive the communist years in Romania? Well, they taught me to be happy with, with what I had and not to envy anyone. They told me that every country is different and that we have to learn to live and accept uh, where we where we were. And the most important thing, keep God in our hearts in hope that one day he will set us free from the communism. I think that taking God out of um, the equation, uh, it's the the wrong thing to do. It's the worst thing that, that somebody can do. I have personally met many very interesting Romanians. Mr. Iliescu, who with his brother helped hide an American pilot from World War II from the Germans after being shot down in your hometown of Ploiesht. Mr. Halmogen, who served as an officer in the Communist Army and defected to America. Then your old neighbor down the hall, who was a former secret police officer. Would you tell our listeners a little about these wonderful fellow countrymen? All I can say is that everyone has their, their own story and uh, that the Romanian people, most of them, didn't like or accept communism and that they did everything they could to try to make a difference in their life or somebody else's life. And um, they tried to help in any way they could, standing up in front of the oppression, or if they couldn't take it anymore, they ended up uh, fleeing the country. Most of them um, came here to America. And they did this because they, they wanted their kids to live in a free world free country with rights and uh, and liberties and this is why they they made a sacrifice because trust me it wasn't easy for anybody well what advice can you give young people people our age and even older people about educating themselves in my opinion like my late father kept telling me all the time, an informed person is a powerful person because they know more than the others. And you can do that no matter what age you are, how old, how young you are. The important thing, in my opinion, is to try to find the right and true information. And if that means reaching out to someone else that knows more than you about a specific topic, then you should definitely go for it. Is there anything that I may have missed that, that you would like to add? I just want to end with a thought and, you know, food for thought, how you guys are saying, or an advice to all the people that are listening to us now. Your forefathers fought and worked hard to create a country where Everyone has freedoms and rights guaranteed by the Constitution. You should do your best to keep it this way and don't allow anybody to take it away from you no matter what.
Well, you heard it today from my beautiful wife, Maddie Kilfoyle. For questions or suggestions, email us at crossroadspodcast2023 at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, call us at 469-230-5956. We'd love to have our local businesses on the show to promote. Now for some local announcements for here in Crossroads and in the surrounding area. The Parks and Recreation Board will be meeting Wednesday, November 1st at 6 o'clock in the Crossroads Police Department Meeting Center. Planning and Zoning will be meeting Tuesday, November 7th at 7 o'clock at the same building. The Municipal Development District will be meeting Thursday, November 9th at 6 p.m. in the Crossroads Police Department Meeting Center. And finally, Town Council will be holding their meeting Thursday, November 16th at 6 o'clock p.m. at the Crossroads Police Department Meeting Center. Folks, speaking of voting, don't forget to get out and vote. We've got several constitutional amendments to our state constitution that need to be voted on. These are rights guaranteed to us as Texas citizens to grow food in our state and other rights. Get your butts out there and place the vote. Let's get these passed. Don't forget your tickets to the great mural fiasco. Showtimes are Friday, November 3rd, 7.30 p.m. Saturday, November 4th at 7.30 p.m. Friday, November 10th at 7.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon and evening, November 11th at 2.30 and at 7.30 p.m. And the final show is Sunday, November 12th at 2.30 p.m. at the Garage Door Theater, 110 Washington Street in Pilot Point. Come on out for a great time and a good laugh as the Garage Door Theater puts on yet another amazing show. Folks, you don't want to miss it. So stay tuned next week as we bring on some more amazing guests. And until then, I'll see you at the top. 